0: hey you yeah you have you been looking for some great new music from the texas area well hey i've got you covered and congrats on finding the texas young Guns, where we feature a texas area artist across multi-genres that we feel deserves your attention for the next hour we're going to smile laugh and enjoy some great music and don't forget to friend, fan like and share the artists across your social accounts. And go to StoneColdCountry.net for some more great music by visiting our Listen Live tab. Happy listening! This month's featured artist is Joey Greer. Yeah. Hi, Joey. This is Anna. Hi, how are y'all? We're doing pretty good. Hope the uh, hold music wasn't too obnoxious.
1: Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> were Were you on hold? Did you hear the hold music? Yes, it was about 10 seconds of
0: it. It, It's pretty bad, you know, but um, we we tried to jump on real quick here. So we'd love to get to know more about you and your music. um, And keep in mind um, that these uh, podcasts are really about the audience getting to know you better, you know, because they may have heard a couple songs, but they don't really know who you are yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well... Let's start. Oh, you have a smoking hot new single. I mean, oh, my gosh, I love this song so much. We're, we're going to talk about that just a little bit later. Um, but, you know, Joey, we'd love to give everyone an opportunity to get to know you better. So, you know, who is Joey? You know, where are you from? How did you get started in music?
1: Well, uh, that's a, a pretty loaded question. There, <laughs> I've been around music. Uh, I mean, my parents led worship. I'm, I'm one of five kids that are all musically inclined. Wow. And, uh, yes, yeah, so we grew up in Orange, Texas, my entire life from zero to 18. I was in Orange, Texas. My parents wow. led worship and until so I was 15. And so I've kind of picked up the torch from there. Uh, I led worship, uh, up until I was about 19 years old, uh, left East Texas Baptist university and decided to come to Stephen F. Austin university in Nacogdoches, Texas, where I live now. Uh-huh. Uh, I graduated pre-med from SFA. And decided I wasn't gonna do med school, so I started selling medical oh, wow. Yeah, but the whole time oh, my- writing songs, putting together my first album called Frontier. Mm-hmm. And then I met a man named Trent Willman up in Nashville. Yeah, and, uh, he he said, uh, "Well, let's let's cut a record together." He does all Cody Johnson's music, so mm-hmm. I was like, "Heck yeah, absolutely!" So we put together this record, and that's what y'all got to hear. These first two singles, "Outlaw Angel" and "A Lot of Heaven," were. Me and Trent wrote those together with Jeremy Spillman on Outlaw Angel and Aaron Shirts on the whole lot of Heaven. So yeah, we're really excited about this project. But that's just a little about me. I got started real, real young. Uh, six years old, I picked up a guitar and I was writing songs ever since. Uh, my mom's got a little journal. It's kind of funny to think about. Um, I've got songs written down in this little journal, and uh, I would use. Letters as as keywords, so I didn't have to write the word over and over again. Oh, Oh,
0: that's so cute! Uh, But hey, Joey, I'm like really shocked. So you're not 19?
1: (laughs) No, Uh, I'm only 20. I'm 26 years old.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very Joey. You look very young. I mean, that's fantastic. You know, look younger than 26 for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely do. Tell us about your hometown. What do you love about it? What's the best place in your town to grab some dinner?
1: Well, okay, so my hometown is Orange. What um, Technically, it was Orangefield growing up, and I haven't been back to eat there in years. But growing up, uh, I always liked going to—we had a little burger joint. It was called Burger Town um, that my bu- my buddy's family owned, mm-hmm. and I oh, loved yeah. um, it. Was either that or me and my nana would always go to CC's Pizza and I just eat until we couldn't stand it no more. Yeah, the buffet there—that's <laughs> <Yeah>. so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so
0: Orange, I'm not. So, who's the most famous person out of your hometown that you can think of, or within a certain well, uh, radius? So
1: technically, technically, if you if you want to like say Southeast Texas. Um, I mean, you've got Earl Thomas. He's a free safety for, or well, he was free safety for the, the Seahawks up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a huge deal. But kind of when I was in high school, he's a little bit older than me. Uh, but so you got Earl Thomas, you got Tracy Bird. Uh, just, I mean, there's who else down there? Uh, Tracy Bird. I'm, I'm blanking right now. Clint Black. Uh, okay.
0: hmm Yeah. Oh, Tracy Byrne and Clint Yeah,
1: there's a lot of huge names from Southeast Texas.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Um, and so I you know, I wanna backtrack a little bit, and this is not on there, because you did say pre med. So was your mom and dad like
1: devastated when you decided you didn't want to be a doctor? <laughs> uh they weren't exactly happy. Um, I wouldn't say that <laughs> but so my parents are two of the most incredible people on this planet. I mean, they were just the most supportive, um energetic and loving people that I've ever met and they they're a huge that's awesome. huge example. Of me. That's uh yeah, and just and they're dreamers too. So um it okay. didn't take them long to really hop on the dream and and be able to see it. So, Cuz that's half of the battle uh in what I do is mm-hmm. is not necessarily being on stage or seeing something that people like to hear it's it's making everybody believe in the dream that you're trying to live uh wow. so you start you start to see it uh when, when everybody starts to see it when you have success coming your way but when you tell your parents right. about it three years ago four years actually it's been five years now five mm-hmm. years ago I told them I said hey I think I'm gonna do this full time it's real hard to see that dream right then when you're just a little snot nosed kid, but <laughs> kind of, boy, see, I, I knew where I was headed and I knew what I was going to be able to do. So they finally got on board and now they're my biggest fans.
0: Wow. That's fantastic. What's one thing you learned early on that's helped you through life?
1: Well, that's kind of a tough one. I, I, so I was thinking about this one. Um, and you know, I think more or less, if you hit something hard enough, then most of the time will fall down. But if you hit it hard enough and you fall down, just get up and find a way around it.
0: Yeah,
2: that's uh,
1: great. That's kind of my, my life motto is I'm going to run into you as hard as I can. And if I can't get through that problem by just hitting it in the nose, I'm going to figure it out. My dad always says that when I, when I call him, uh, my, he says my famous saying is, I'll figure it out. You <laughs> know?
0: yeah that stick-to-itiveness right just you know keep right yeah tenacity right yeah that's awesome perseverance well hey this last single of yours we love it i absolutely love this single it like i was telling you before i mean it has a lot of what we love about traditional country music still sounds fresh it's got like a little bit of blues in there too I mean, it's
1: just so good. Tell us all about this last single. So, whole lot of heaven. Uh, it's doing really well. We're already almost at fifteen thousand streams. Yeah, and, and just haven't been, been out a week. Really excited about this song. Me and my buddy uh, Trent Willman and Aaron Sherges wrote this song uh, over COVID, and uh, as soon as we wrote it, uh, me and Trent were just like, "Dude, this has got to go on the record." Um, and so, what, we started putting it together, and it just really came into its own. Very, very quickly it was just so easy to sing to um and it had some notes in it and some um clever lines that just really stuck out and it what didn't go over the listener's head and it just came together and uh when we got in the studio with it as soon as they hit that intro lick uh which if y'all i think y'all are about to play it here for mm-hmm. it in a second yeah uh, once, y- once y'all hear that intro lick as soon as that went started ringing through the studio i was like we got a hit coming this way so Uh, And I I hate to say this because I say this about everything, but it's one of my favorites on the record. I'm excited about it.
0: Now, is there a backstory? How did this song come
1: about? Well, so technically, people always ask me about backstories because I write some really sad stuff, too. Um, And I'm like, well, what I do as a writer, um, I feel emotions just like everybody else. And I just amplify them uh, and if I feel something happy, I'm going to make it real happy. If I feel something sad, I'm going to make it real sad. And so with this one, uh, I was dating a girl a couple years ago, and uh, she had blonde hair and green eyes, and I was like, well, might as well just put that in the song. <laughs> it, so uh, it, it just all worked out pretty easy. Uh, and, and most of it is just kind of a bunch of songwriters uh Sitting around a room going, Hey, uh, I think this works there. Hey, I like this idea well uh let's let's do it like this, let's say it like that and uh, we started rolling around the idea a whole lot of heavens kind of a used saying in the industry uh, so we were just like let's let's say this different, let's not be cliche with it, so we wanted to t- to kind of mirror it with a little bit of something, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, but she's a whole lot of hip, though. came together really cool.
0: Yeah, Tracy Bird had a big hit, I'm holding heaven, Some, what's that? Holding heaven in your arms, something like that? I'm yeah, something heaven. like yeah. that. It was, it not, nothing like your song, but I just, when you said that it's kind of one of those uh, words that are thrown around in a lot of, you know, the music, I just right away, I thought about that Tracy Bird song. So it's yeah. just such a such a good song, and I, I'm sure it's going to do real well for you. We're going to hear it right now.
2: I've seen nights turn to days Through a Jack Daniels haze Going out in a blaze Like my last cigarette But sometimes lightning strikes blonde hair and green eyes you find that you found the last thing you'd expect just looking at her standing there thank god that life ain't fair cause she's a little bit of everything Hold out of heaven Kinda like soul forgiveness A man don't deserve Wrapped up in salvation And patience that's her In her dollar store T-shirt And torn faded jeans Say nobody's perfect, but I disagree Cause she's a little bit of everything that I ever dreamed A little grace, a little faith, a little out of my way
0: What do you love about country music
1: uh i love country music uh because it's it's not just a um it's not a it's not a form of a genre it's a it's a form of a lifestyle uh, mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. like a culture um that people kind of overlook a lot of times in most instances and uh i think mainly my favorite thing about it is is the culture um it's the cowboy culture it's the country culture it's the hard working blue-collar culture, um, and I, I think that's the main reason I love country music.
0: Yeah, that's yep. fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, you know, um, it's a lifestyle, and it's, it's also kind of, um, you know, the way you live your life, you know, um, because, um, you know, when it comes right down to it, what are some of the things you always hear, and and most country songs you're, you know, we're talking about family you know we're talking about you know our broken hearts <laughs> we're yep. talking about life in general you know for the most part the good the bad and the ugly you know and so mhm mm-hmm, and so that has a lot to do with it so absolutely um you know when i hear your voice uh joey it's real hard for me to place like exactly um you know, who your number one influence might be. And I'm almost thinking, like, I'm reading this uh, this biography from Merle Haggard. It's called The Hag. It just came out. Real awesome biography. And I was taken by something that he had said um, in this book that he said that his style was a combination of, like, you know, all these, you know, different artists that he grew to love when he was, you know, coming up. And so when I hear your voice, I hear like a lot of different artists. I don't hear one person. So I'm really kind of keen on knowing who you see as
1: your musical
0: hero or heroes.
1: Uh, well, if you've got all day, I could sit here and tell you all day. <laughs> the problem with what I do. But so I, there's a few of them that you're going to know. And there's a few of them that you won't. Mm-hmm. So early on in life, uh, I only listened to Christian music growing up. So mm-hmm. Southern rock guys, like third day, Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah! Third day was Mac Powell. with third day was a huge influence on my early uh, early sound, and uh, uh, there was a band called Hawk Nelson, and uh, they were oh yeah, song. dropped in the yeah. ocean.
0: Isn't don't they sing that something? Yeah, dropped in the yeah.
1: ocean? So it was before that guy. So they used to have an old, oh. uh, they, their old vocalist. I forgot his name, but I loved Hawk Nelson. Um, oh. They had a big on me. Uh, also, Toby Mack had a huge. Oh influence. yeah. Yeah. So Toby Mac was really one of my lyrical influences early on, and then um, get coming into my own, but in my bandhood, I was at, or just a young, young, young man, older boy. I was uh, introduced to Hank Williams Jr. and mm-hmm. Hank Jr. huge, probably the biggest influence. Oh, uh, wow! Just his role, uh, his swagger, his uh, fun a- aspect of his shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, now, Eric Church is probably up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Eric Church, you got, um, and then lyricists like Evan Filker with Turnpike Troubadours. Oh, of course. I mean, there's so many different people that come in and intertwine there.
0: Haha, ha, ha. we knew everyone you stated. Everything. <laughs> 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 I think you thought maybe we wouldn't know about the contemporary Christian artists, but, you know, we come from a similar background. So, there you go. So that's yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that's awesome. Yeah. And I didn't know Hawk Nelson had another lead singer before. So that's real interesting. Now with uh, Toby Mac, are you uh, a fan of his work, you know, um, independently or when he was with DC
1: talk? Well, both, but independently is what really impacted me. Uh, I wasn't a huge DC talk fan. Uh, I just didn't really know him. Uh, mm-hmm. I was introduced to Toby back at a young, young age, and uh, I knew every word to every album he's put out. So it's it's just, it's a, it's crazy to think about. But as a country artist, it doesn't sound like that's somebody that you would really be influenced by. But it really, but their sound doesn't necessarily influence me. It's just how they put together words yeah. and feelings. Yeah, no, I get it.
0: No, I absolutely yeah. get it. Absolutely. He has a song I really like called uh, Steal My Show. I just think the idea behind that song is so amazing because he's talking about, you know, he's talking to God. He's saying, hey, you know, even though I'm out mm-hmm. here, I'm the performer, you can come and steal my show. I want you to be the focus of, you know, this show that I'm putting on, which to me, that yep. just the concept of that song just kind of blew my mind, you know. So, yeah, no, I totally get it. If you wanted to introduce
1: someone to country music, what song would you pick and why? Oh, yeah, this one, this is a tough one. Uh, and it depends. See, uh, I think this depends on, so me as a songwriter and as a performer, I like to pick songs that fit my audience a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So it depends on who I, who I'm showing a song to. But if I was going to show a song to me that's never heard country music, um, I'd probably do like Jesus Does by Eric Church. Hmm. Yeah. That, that'd probably Uh-oh. be what i do. He's long gone willing song on Black yeah. sitter at a temple revival. She believes in me like she believes her Bible loves me like Jesus does. I love that song.
0: oh, that's a great song. Let's hear that song that's that's amazing.
3: I'm a long gone waiting song on vinyl. I'm a back row sinner at a tent revival. But she believes in me like she believes her Bible. And loves me like Jesus does. I'm a left foot leaning on a souped up Chevy. I'm a good old boy Drinking whiskey and rye on the living But she carries me When my sins make me heavy And loves me like Jesus does All the crazy in my dreams Both my broken wings Every single piece of everything I need And she knows the man I ain't. She forgives me when I came. The devil, man, no, he don't stand a chance. She loves me like Jesus does. I always thought she'd give up on me one day. Wash your hands. Leave me staring down some runway, but I thank God each night and twice on the sun. She loves me like Jesus does, all the crazy in my dreams, and both my broken wings, every single piece of who I am. She knows the man I ain't. She forgives me when I can't. And the devil man, no, he don't cattle trick. She loves me like Jesus
2: does.
3: Jesus I'm a long-gone-wailing song on vinyl.
0: Eric Church is just phenomenal. I totally don't think he gets, like, all the props that he deserves, you know? I think I he's agree. Of,
1: I, I yeah. Think he could be a, he should be a lot bigger, but, I mean, he's one of the biggest na- nationwide artists anyway, but, I mean, yeah. he, I feel like he's Worldwide,
0: yeah, that's the way I see it too. Because, um, one thing I really like about him is that he's not afraid to take you know, um, chances with his music. You know, <laughs> he's very experimental. You know, at least that's the way I see it. You know, um, what the last album it definitely was. Oh, yeah, the double album, I, well, triple wasn't it a triple album? The the last uh, thing? was it double or triple? I think it was a
1: double. double. Uh,
0: no, actually. I think it was was three I, I do think it was three um but anyway um I just you know heard through like the entirety of the collection and I was like wow you know this is just some amazing work and then at the same time I was like you know it's not gonna get the exposure it really should get you know just because it's so such a huge undertaking you know what I mean
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I completely agree. And I, supposedly I, I saw a, a tweet earlier. I don't know how much truth is behind this, but it said that he's opening a six-story bar in Nashville called Chiefs. Oh so, wow! Yeah, I hope he does because that's going to be my new spot. Oh yeah.
0: So so are you still in Texas, or are you based in Nashville now?
1: Well, or do you I, go yeah, back and I'm forth? Texas. Go back and forth once or twice a month, and go up there and talk to management and write songs and. Um, shoot crap with my boy Trent Willman and Joey Hollis and Jenna Heideman and, and I just kind of go up there and, and, and mess around and have fun and come back to reality and, and get back to it.
0: <laughs> so at this point, are you doing this full time?
1: Yes, this is my full time job. Uh, I just picked up a short bus from Zavala ISD yesterday. Uh, Alright. Yeah. yeah, we're pretty excited about it. I, I've so during the day I have nothing to do because I'm a musician. So I either mm-hmm. write songs or make phone calls or send emails. So on wow. days that I have nothing to do, I'm going to go out there and walk on that bus and make it the new spot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, are you fixing on moving up to Nashville or not yet?
1: Or oh, you don't see I a don't need for that? Be, I don't see a need for it anytime mm-hmm. soon. Uh, I, and you know, honestly, uh, Nacogdoches, Texas, is my home now, mm-hmm. and I love this place. I really do. It's such oh. a, such a uh, really charming little town. It's the oldest town in Texas. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I love the people here. Um, and so I've always said one thing: I don't care if I have somewhere in Nashville. I'll, I'll always have somewhere here. So right. Um, I, I'm never gonna leave it. Uh, for oh. least.
0: That's nice. Well, George Strait never moved. I mean, he, he stayed, you know, in, in Texas. So uh, you can do that, you know, especially nowadays where so much, you know, is done through social media too. So, um, yep. yeah, to- totally get that. I think with, um, Nashville, uh, cause you know, we're there quite a bit. It's just, um, the access to all the songwriters and things like that. So that's the whole thing, you know, that's kind of the, the I think the, uh, tip and scale, you know, I would say. Uh, but other than that, there are a lot more places to play in Texas and the surrounding states. <laughs> you know, yep. Nashville, you can barely get a you know somewhere to, to play, and even if you do, they won't pay you. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They won't pay you all that well. <laughs> you know, so absolutely. So my next question, you know, uh, kind of requires you know for you to put on your thinking cap, um, just a tad bit. Um, what's the toughest thing you've been through and how did you get
1: through it? Well, I think the toughest thing I went, I've been through has just been heartbreak. Uh, and, and I've done it to myself most Mm -hmm. of the time. So anytime I, I've, I've known some great people in my life. I've got to have relationships with some great girls that, that, that would be anybody be lucky to, to, to marry and and start a Mm -hmm. family with. And it just wasn't time for me. Uh, and, Letting that go was difficult, and learning that, hey, you're going to have to sacrifice you can't you can't have a family right now, you got to go to or you got to go push your career and so that that was a that heartbreak that I put myself through uh, was probably one of the most difficult things that I've gone through and And the way I get through it is I sit down on my couch and I write really sad songs and I put them out. Uh, and and I put one out called in the shape of you and I put it on TikTok and it got 1.6 million views. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And so once that blew up, I put out a video of it. It's got over 220,000 views on YouTube and Mm -hmm. like little things like that just show me, Hey, that pain and, and you went through it for a reason. People, people are relating to it and, and that's how it, it, it makes it, um, it makes it okay. It's like, okay, you went through it, but you you helped somebody else through it too. And I've had some people walk up to me at shows and they say that it, it, songs like that that I've put out have, have helped them through very difficult times. I had a guy even walk up to me at a show a, a couple months ago say, he didn't take his life because of that song. I broke down and started crying. I was like, come get oh, us. Here, take oh a my dessert. gosh. Wow. Yeah, but, oh yeah it's, and it's, it's the saddest song you've ever heard. The mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. tag is the... Tag is called. Uh, uh, it's. I've got a hole in my heart in the shape of you, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of crazy to think that sad oh. songs can help sad people, but they do.
0: Oh, I, I'm a big believer of that. It's like <laughs> I'm part of that movement. Bring sad songs back. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of sad songs, the one you mentioned is pretty sad, but, um, you know, Anna Marie and I were here, uh, just you know, talking about it and thinking about it in terms of, you know, what's our favorite song that we've heard that's yours. And we, we just, I mean, hands down, this is like our absolute favorite song, uh, so far. Um, it's called <laughs> Yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that song is so sad. Now, is that like, you know, from true life experience or something or
1: yeah that one was that one that one was a true life experience uh, that was my my first legit heartbreak uh in college mm-hmm. and uh i sat down and wrote that song in my living room and I, which is some, a, a buddy of mine miller cox uh came over as soon as i finished i said hey man check the song out and he was like dude you've got to get in the studio with that so i kept it in the back of my mind uh we've we've got it in the studio uh with this last a uh, project we did called "Back My Way" it was an EP, uh, and I put it on there. Acoustic live, and it's been one of my biggest songs. I, let's see, I can tell you exactly how. "Guess Live" is my second biggest song. It's got eight hundred nineteen thousand streams on Spotify. Wow. Oh yeah, wow! We almost—we're about to hit the million mark with "The Devil's Wife." That's nine hundred forty-eight thousand. Oh my line. goodness! Wow! We'll wow. hit a million mark for next month.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing. Well, that is our absolutely, you know, most favorite song of yours uh, so far. So we're going to hear it right now.
2: Yeah, when these old boots keep running fast, but they never, they have seen last long. That's something I'm working on But the frost is gone now So is she Trying to find out Where I'm supposed to be And I'll find my way at this and where I am and where she is tonight I can move on with my life but my mind it takes me to a better place before the guilt before the shame of you keep her from coming my way, but you know I can hear her say how she loved me Yes yesterday.
0: Teacher you had What advice would you give that person?
1: <laughs> the worst teacher I had? Yeah. Um, but see, I, I wanted to see if I was going to be true or not with this. Uh, <laughs> I, and honestly, I still haven't made my decision. So what I'm going to say is uh, I had a horrible teacher in high school. I'm not going to say who it was. Mm-hmm. We just did not get along. And I get along with everybody. So I, I guess what advice would I give that person
2: mm-hmm. uh, would,
1: be, would be maybe – uh stop teaching <laughs> it's yeah. not It's not for you find another career path because it just, we did not get along and, and and i'm the easiest person in the world to get along with all you gotta do is just not be mean to me
0: and right that's of it. course yeah but,
1: yeah yeah but and, and, and i'm i'm even being nice right now not calling him out but oh it's it's a uh it's a weird thing. Teaching is a hard, hard, hard job. So I don't envy teachers. My mom's one. Uh, my, my mother teaches over here in East Texas at a small school and uh, she, she really enjoys it, but it's, it's difficult.
0: I can imagine. Yeah. Especially lately with, you know, all the stuff happening and must make it, you know, that much harder too. So yeah, yeah, I I can just imagine. All right. So, um, kind of some fun questions here. So, um, what cartoon character do you think is most like you and why? Uh
1: so cartoon characters are is a that's a tough one but I'd probably be more like a like a Daffy Duck, somebody kind of stupid but uh, always comes back. <laughs>
0: Daffy Duck really Joey? <laughs> I, I like Daffy. Duck. Oh yeah, he's
1: awesome. Daffy Duck.
0: Yeah. Daffy Duck. <laughs> Oh wow, that's cool. So, so are you like a big kidder or something like that? Do you like, you know, cutting up a lot? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I I, I like if I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it. So, uh, that's that's why this is my job because I like to have fun all the time. I don't I don't like any type of um seriousness, which is, it gets difficult, get serious down the road. But uh, most of the time, I, I I do like to just joke around with my guys and. Um, Laugh and cut up. What's the funniest or coolest thing that's ever happened to you? I think the coolest thing that's happened to me is, um, like my career doing what it's doing. Uh, and people are always like, Oh, Ben, you're blowing up. like out of nowhere. And, and uh, little do they know I've been seven years, <laughs> seven years yeah. mm-hmm. and, and laying a slab and making sure everything was good to go. And, um, and so now everybody's starting to see me put two-by-fours up and start to see me put drywall up. And they're going, oh, look, he's blowing <laughs> up. And I'm like, no, I've been building this house for a long time, brother. Uh, but it is so cool to sit back and, and look at what's going on and when, what God's blessing me with. And it's like, man, finally, I'm starting to see some. I'm no longer that weird guitar kid. It's like, oh, everybody shut up. Let's got guitar. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, really, that's the coolest thing that's happened to me.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That is that, awesome. Was that scary though? I can just imagine like, you know, going from um, you know, having like a full time job, you know, where your paycheck is guaranteed, right? I mean if you show up and you do your job, they're gonna pay you to just, you know, branching mm-hmm. out like that and becoming a, a working musician. Was that kind of well, scary?
1: I'm weird. <laughs> I really am. So the the thing with me is I don't think about anything, Gary, or or stressful. I don't let I don't let it sit in my mind. I just kind of do things and work a backtrack. Like like what I told y'all, my my little quote was, "I'll figure it out." That's kind of how I live my life. Um, When I quit my job, I wasn't scared. Uh, When I spent my life savings on this album, I wasn't scared. and I'm not scared right now. I just I went and bought a freaking short bus yesterday. That's uh,
2: awesome,
1: so, though. <laughs> yeah, and, and people are always like, "Well, who's backing you?" I'm like, "Dude, I've been saving up my whole life." Of course, yeah. So do what you have yeah, to do. Yeah, but well, and another thing is, uh, it's just that's another cool part is like watching everything finally come to fruition that I've been that uh, that I've been paying for, mm-hmm. and and it does make you kind of go, "Whoa, that was kind of scary." <laughs> like, <laughs> After. Right. Yeah, I I just I don't like to think about it until I'm off the cliff.
0: Yeah, of course. That's good. That's such a healthy attitude. It really is. That is so awesome that you're like that. All right, so this is like our signature question and mo- most people like <laughs> I sh- i'm not going to drop any names <laughs> so there's only one person we interviewed i'm not going to say who it was but he's on <laughs> he would not answer this he's like i just can't answer this question <laughs> but he's the only person um so this question is if you were on a deserted island what five albums would you have to have and why now one other person i think it was hayden attic i think he couldn't do the five albums. He goes, "Well, I can give you uh, five singles." So we were like, "Okay, five singles are fine." So anyway, so that's the question: If you were on a deserted island, what five albums would you have to have, and why?
1: Well, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have to do. Uh, I'm going to have to do "Chief" by Eric Church. That's definitely going to be on there. Mm-hmm. And then this is where I'm going to cheat. Hank Williams Jr.'s Greatest Hits. Ah. That's a a cheat. I get it. I get it. But I have to. I I mean, I grew up on that album. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was so good. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my favorite album of all time. Uh, And then, so, this is where it gets hard to pick because those two are, yeah, it's like, those are the ones that just directly come to mind. Right. Uh, And then, so, I have to do an Alan Jackson. And that was the hardest one to pick. Um, How about
0: here in the real world? His
1: first one, that was r- really good. Here in the real world is probably one of my favorites. So yeah, I, we could go mm-hmm. with that one. Um, I, I, I'd never get tired of hearing that song or Me. that that album. I would never get tired Me of hearing anything. Yeah. Jackson, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this this is where it gets difficult. Uh, probably it should have been a cowboy, Toby Keith. Oh, okay. Uh, but,
0: yeah, uh, Toby
1: Keith. The Keith is just a freaking legend. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. that album had so many cool things on it. And then I I could probably do one more. Let's see. <laughs> I think right? I'd, be- I'd probably do um a rock album of some so probably uh Leonard Skinnerd. let's see. What was their first album? Uh Dear God. Uh pronounced Leonard Skinnerd.
0: hmm hmm I should know I, this coming from that. Florida. <laughs>
1: Pronounced Leonard Skinner. Yeah, that's, that's what I'd do. I, I forgot the name of that album, but uh, I had to look it up. But, yeah, so that, that's, that'd be my choices right there.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds good. All right. Well, hey, you got a little hand clap. You made it. <laughs> 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 I'm serious. So many people struggle with that particular question. You know, that's why we ask it, though. You know, it makes it more interesting. So go ahead. You can okay. the next question. Um, what do you want fans to know about you?
1: Um I want fans to know that I'm a, I'm a real person too like I but not not every song I sing is me uh I, that's I guess one of the biggest things because most of the people on TikTok will hear these sad sad songs that I play and uh they'll think I'm just some sad guy but really realistically it's um I'm separate from what I play but at the same time I, and, and that's that's a, such a weird dynamic but that and that, um, I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and that He's my Lord. And Amen. So, uh, mm-hmm. the two main things is like I'm, uh, I am my own person, so don't always implicate me through my lyrics. But, uh, secondly, Jesus is my Savior and I'm not afraid to say that. And, uh, good for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: yeah, you that's me. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're believers too. So, you know, that, that's always awesome to hear. And I, I think I recall, um, I don't, I'm not quoting because I don't remember the exact, but um, I think I saw a tweet of yours where you said something to the effect of, that you wanted uh, to, you know, maybe reach people through your music or something like that. Does that oh, kind yeah. of... That's mm-hmm. what
1: I did. Yeah, so basically, uh, what the reason I do what I do, uh, and the reason I'm here, is to use my platform for... For a better purpose and that better purpose is to to make people's lives better first off second off is to show them hey uh jesus is the answer and uh he's the reason i'm doing what i'm doing he's the reason i'm happy um, mm-hmm. so th- that's a huge deal for me and i'm never going to force religion on anyone said but it mm-hmm. makes it so easy when you're sitting here uh and i everything i'm doing right now is being blessed and there's no reason other than god because that's i I'm putting hard work in, but a lot of people put hard work in. That's right. uh, Mm -hmm. What's the difference? And the difference is Mm -hmm. I want to exalt God. I want to do right uh, and live a good life and and bring people to a good life. So, uh, yeah, that's that.
0: That's that's fantastic. And that's great to always remember that, you know, Uh, because it Mm -hmm. seems like when you look back in history, you know, like, you know, Elvis Presley, I mean, so many people, they kind of, you know, you know that they love Jesus, you know, but. There's, I don't know what the point is that people get to that somehow they kind of lose their bearings. You know what I mean? They kind of, you know, uh, start forgetting, you know, what brought them to where they're at now, you know, and um, that's why it's real important to stay centered and anchored and no matter what you do in your life, knowing that all things, you know, all good things come from God. So, hey, um, what are ways that fans can connect with you? Um, like, give us your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or, you know, any of uh, your usernames across those platforms. Well, if
1: you go to joeygreer.com, you can go find everything that I've got out. You can go find all my social media platforms, and you can go buy you some merch. So that's dot com, And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Awesome. Well,
0: we'd like to close out the show with either one of your all-time favorite songs or if you... Have a guitar ready. You want to send us an acoustic song? That's fine. I, it's your choice.
1: Well, I tell you what. Uh, I, my favorite song of all time is "Springsteen" by Eric Church. So if you want to play that,
0: oh one. yeah, we love that song. All right. Well, we'll play that next. And real, you know, nice to have you, Joey. We really wish you nothing but you know continued success. This last single sounds awesome. When can we expect a new album from you?
1: Well, we've got the the new singles coming out uh, in mid-March, so we've got a, a pretty cool little beach song coming out called Somewhere in the Sun, uh, mm-hmm. and we haven't announced it just yet, uh, so I'm mm-hmm. going up there to do all the, finish up the last few things in Nashville on the first. Uh, so yeah, I'm going up there for that one. After that one's out, it's going to probably be close to early May before we drop side A, so we're doing side A five songs, and side B is going to be five songs, so we're just kind of Stretching it out as much as we can.
0: Sounds great. Creating a buzz—that's a very good strategy. Well, hey, it was our pleasure to have you on today. Of course. Thank y'all so much for having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, Joey. Continue awesome. success, and you take care of yourself. Bye yeah, bye.
3: To this day, when I hear that song, I see you standing there on that lawn. Discount shades, store-bought tan, flip-flops and cut-off jeans Somewhere between that set and the sun, I'm on fire, I'm born to run You looked at me and I was done, but we were just getting started I was singing to you, you were singing to me, I was so alive, never been more free Fired up my daddy's lighter and we sang, oh, oh, oh. Stayed there till they forced us out and took the long way to your house I can still hear the sound of you saying don't go When I think about you, I think about Seventeen I think about my OG, I think about You probably wouldn't even know who I am But if I whispered your name I bet would still be a spark From back when I was gasoline And this old tattoo had brand new ink And we didn't care what your mom would think But your name on my arm Baby is it spring or is it summer The guitar sound or the beat of that drummer Yeah, sometimes late at night On your radio Even though you're a million miles you hip on in the USA You really relived those glory days So long ago When you think about me Do you think about Seventeen? Do you think about my OG? Think about the stars in the sky
0: 2022. 2022, All Right Reserve.